When I got to Vanderbilt to join the women's basketball team, I was expected to do media interviews, except that I was super shy. And so I told our media director, Tammy, that I wasn't doing any. So she told Coach Foster, and he laughed right before he made me take a speech class. The day of my first speech, I walked up to my classroom door holding my note cards, looked in that little window at everyone I had to talk to, turned around, and walked right back to my dorm room. Totally skipped the class. Top recruit, All-American, it didn't matter. I chickened out and I ran away. We all have confidence issues, if we're honest about it. It's not just the girl walking with her head down or the guy that's quiet in the back of the class. It's also those with the longest resumes and the prettiest faces and the biggest personalities. It's because we all have fears and we all have dreams and so we all struggle with confidence sometimes. But we didn't start out that way. I remember in the first grade, my class was going on a field trip to the city pool and I was so excited that I wore my brand new bathing suit. It was a one piece with a cutout right here that showed my belly button. Kind of risque for first grade. <laughs> my parents didn't care, but my seventh day Adventist private school wasn't having it. My teacher told me I had three options. One, change into another suit. Two, wear a t-shirt over it, or three, not go. But I didn't like any of those options and I told my teacher that in front of the whole class. Probably should have skipped that speech though because it landed me in the principal's office calling my mom. Not a good look, but we all started out confident. Do you remember when you were fearless before you questioned if you could do something or worried about what anyone else thought about it? I do, that's how we know that we all started out confident. But then something happened that changed the part of us that didn't hesitate or question or doubt. Do you remember what that was? What taught you not to be confident? For me, I learned that I wasn't pretty when I realized the pretty pictures around me didn't look like me. I learned that we were poor and that it, was, it made me less when the lady at the grocery store looked down on me when I handed her the money my mom gave me. I later found out they were food stamps. I learned that speaking up was pointless when my no meant nothing to him. And I learned that being an athlete was the only thing that made me valuable when I retired from the WNBA and people stopped treating me as valuable. There were a lot of lessons that taught me not to be confident in who I was and we all have them. So what were yours? The great thing is that if we learned it, we can learn differently. And even though I didn't really want to think about all those first lessons, I realized that the alternative was spending the rest of my life in doubt. And I thought about what that insecurity would cost me. Did I want to be part of the 67% of women who don't feel qualified to be leaders? Or sacrifice hearing yes because I was too scared to ask the question? Did I want to be part of the 96% of women who wouldn't call themselves beautiful? Did I want to spend eight hours a day, five days a week at a job I hated because I didn't believe I could get better or die holding my dream of starting a business? The exact cost of insecurity is different for all of us, but that was when I decided mine was too high. I refused to spend the rest of my life questioning my talents and hating Monday through Friday. And the day came where the risk to remain tight in the bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. Anais Nin said that. And we all have that moment in life where we decide to go for it in some area. From there, we need to sustain that decision by relearning how to be confident. And like all good learning, it starts with asking the right questions. 
Simon T. Bailey, author of Shift Your Brilliance, said that the quality of your questions exhibits the quality of your thinking and determines the quality of your answers. Rebuilding your confidence is a question and answer process you go through with, with yourself. You ask yourself the right questions, listen to your answers, and then take intentional action based on what they are. Ask, listen, act. And so today, I'm gonna go through seven questions that helped me and will help you too. So question number one has to do with your relationship with fear. How do you see fear and what do you do with it? When I was in high school, my dad was in the hospital getting a kidney transplant. I drove 45 minutes to go see him and then sat in the car because I was too scared to go in and see him like that. I ended up driving all the way home without even going in. There are so many people telling us to be fearless, but that's not realistic and it's never gonna happen. Life makes sure of it. What matters more in the confidence building process is not how much fear you feel, but what you do with it when you feel it. Do you chase fear instead of running from it? Question number two has to do with your perception of appearance. How do your thoughts and feelings about your looks impact what you do? So I'm six foot six when I don't wear heels. And I hated being tall for the longest. I was bullied a ton and my confidence was shot because of it. It wasn't until I learned to embrace my height and really see the value in it that I could start to build confidence in who I was as a person. Do you appreciate how you look while fighting influences that say it's not good enough? Question number three has to do with your level of self-reliance. How much of your confidence comes from inside instead of outside? Last month, I cut my hair, and this guy, when I posted a picture on Instagram, this guy commented on it, and he said, please don't cut your hair. I don't like seeing you like that. Now, before, <laughs> before, I would have been like, oh my gosh, should I get a new weave? But now, I was like, um, did I ask you? Does your confidence come from who you are instead of what you do, who you're with, or what anybody else says about it? Question number four has to do with your applied work ethic. If how hard you work was the only factor in your success, would you bet on yourself? My first league game freshman year, the girl I was guarding threw me on the ground, stepped over me, and said, welcome to the SEC, freshman. I was like, oh my gosh, how rude. <laughs> There was so many times I wanted to quit and run right back to the West Coast. But instead, I got in the gym every single day after practice and I worked to make sure I got what I wanted. Are you willing to step up your work to build your confidence? Question number five has to do with your discernment in relationships. Do the people you surround yourself with help you to be more confident? So I was never one of the cool kids, like ever. I had glasses that took up my whole face. I was on the math team. Yeah, math team. Um, <laughs> but when I got to college and even onto the pros, I decided that I wanted to be. And so I started going out and dating and partying to make sure that I could really fit in with that in crowd. And it was awesome. Until I realized that most of those people didn't really care anything about me. It was a really hard lesson to learn. We will never be confident if we surround ourselves with people who don't want us to be, no matter how we feel about them. Are you willing to let go of sentimentality in relationships for the sake of your confidence? Question number six has to do with your execution of standards. Do you enforce your non-negotiables? After I retired from the WNBA, I got into college coaching for three years, and I loved my first job. 
But in my second job, I found myself in a situation where I wasn't respected or valued. And since respect is one of my non-negotiables, I, I knew I couldn't stay there. And so I did some research, made a plan, and I left the sports industry for the first time. Are you willing to change a situation that doesn't meet your standards? Question number seven is the last question, and it's probably the hardest of them all, and it has to do with your resolution of history. How are your past experiences impacting your present view? Earlier on in my career, I had a really hard time dealing with women in positions of authority without it feeling like an attack. Like, a man could say something to me, and a woman could say the exact same thing, and I would take it better from the man. And I could trace it all the way back to my difficult relationship with my mom. It was something that I really had to address and work on. But it's not just me. Too many of us are walking around seeing the world through the lenses of our past experiences, not realizing how it's changing our view. It's limiting our opportunities and our ability to be confident in every situation. Are you willing to examine your view to build your confidence? Rebuilding your confidence is about asking yourself these questions, listening to your answers, and then taking intentional action based on what they are. Ask, listen, act. The result is you'll be, you'll be able to live confidently no matter where you are. Before becoming a confidence coach, I spent almost four years in medical device sales. And when I was interviewing to get into it with no experience, there was one exchange that showed me how far I had come in my confidence journey. It was at the end of an interview, uh, and I had spent the whole, rep sh the whole day shadowing the rep and visiting his accounts. And he turned to me and he said, Chantel, you're great, but you don't have any experience. How do I know that you can do this job? And I looked at him and I said, Tom, when I was coming out of high school, one of the few coaches who didn't recruit me was the legendary Pat Summit from Tennessee, rest in peace. And so when I got to Vanderbilt, it was my goal to make Pat wish she had recruited me every single time we played. And at the end of four years, she said I was one of the best she'd ever seen. Tom, I can count on my hands the amount of people who have not believed in me, and I've proven every single one of them wrong. So just let me know if I should add you to that list. <laughs> he offered me the job shortly after. <laughs> I want to leave you with three things. Number one, confidence is a skill. You can build it, and when you do, it will change everything in your life. Number two, you will be paying the cost of insecurity until you intentionally focus on building your confidence. And number three, you have everything you need to get everything you need, including confidence, especially confidence, because you started out that way. It's about asking yourself, listening to, your, your, to yourself, and taking intentional action to get back to the person you were created to be. Thank you, and God bless. Thank <laughs> you.